Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dory Shafrir. And we are not experts. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this that you are listening to is a mini episode where we hear from you. We share your comments and thoughts and answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we are not experts. We're just podcast hosts. And we do always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a doctor and or a mental health professional as needed. These episodes would not exist without you, dear listeners. Uh, so if you would like to contribute and reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And if we do mention any pro- products on the episodes, they are always on our website, forever35podcast.com. Like the product we're going to mention in this first listener email. Oh, wait, I just want to also mention one thing, which is that our merch 
is on sale this week. We're doing a little Valentine's Day. 10% off. 10% off sale with the code LOVE. And that'll be in effect until um, like 11.59 p.m. on the 15th. So get on over there. Get a necklace or a, get yourself a Valentine's Day gift. Buy yourself something nice. Yeah. Even if not from our site, from somewhere. Okay? <laughs> Treat yourself this Valentine's uh, Day. Sorry, I cut you off. <sighs> it's okay. We're friends. I can handle it. And I want to read this email. Just listened to the mini episode 92, where a listener and Kate talked about the Impress Press on Nails. I tried Press on Nails after some friends raved about the Impress. But as a super short nail lover, I didn't like the length of the Press Ons and the feeling of having a thick layer over my nails. Anyway, I just want to shout out the Dashing Diva Gloss Gel Strips as an alternative. They're like nail polish in sticker form. And we're super easy to apply and have cute designs and even gems. They're supposed to last up to 14 days. And I'm currently on day five. And it still looks like I have a fresh Manny. Hope you give them a try. Hot tip. I've never tried a gel sticker. Me neither. But I'm intrigued. I am too. Especially because there is... I mean, look, I know I was just mentioning the new Taylor Swift documentary. She talks about doing her own nails in that documentary. This is an off-air convo. Mm, yeah, you didn't miss anything. No, don't worry. <laughs> it was just like, have you seen this? Mm-hmm. But she does her own nails. And I was like, you know, I can I could try to figure out how to do my own nails. At least like buff them and shape them. Totally. You know? Yep. So this is this would be a little bit of the next level journey. But I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for this for you too. Well, guess what? This next voicemail is all for you. Oh, I love a voicemail for me. Oh, this is it's about as on brand Dory as you can get here. Hey, Kate and Dory, just calling to tell you that your world of lentils could be a reality. In eastern Washington, in August, there is a lentil festival. It's actually the National Lentil Festival um, in Pullman, Washington. And apparently, that region of eastern Washington and western Idaho produce about a quarter of all the lentils in the U.S. So, check it out. I think their website is probably lentil fest or lentilfestival.com hope you have fun bye you you realize that we're going right i mean i would i've already looked into it and and there really is a lentil festival that has it's the national lentil festival it is lentilfest.com it's in pullman washington it's a weekend affair okay in august 16th and 17th listening there's live music there's food, assuming the food is lentils. It's it's a food and brew fest, so that may also include beer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like the pictures that I was looking at, it's like of like people dancing and stuff. <laughs> and that's like wow, great. There's a lentil cook off, a demo stage. Ooh. You've got vendors, a parade. This sounds great. So, Do they crown like a like a Miss Lentil? Mr. Lentil, Min- gender gender neutral, neutral lentil. Pro- pronoun lentil. I don't know, Dory, but I feel like you should start petitioning for I that. I really feel like they should have that. You would campaign? Not for myself. Oh, okay. But, you know, I would get behind the... You enjoy a lentil competition? Sure. someone is crowned yes. number one lentil? No, there's like a whole lineup of, of bands. 
It sounds great. How much does it cost? I don't. I haven't gotten that far. Hold How do on. we get to Pullman, Washington? It I sounds far. I also didn't. I did look. You can fly to Spokane, Lewiston, Lewiston, Idaho, Idaho mm-hmm. or Pullman, Moscow Regional Airport. Definitely sounds like a multiple connection situation. Possibly. I d- look, is this a reality for us? Possibly. I mean, the thought of going two days to a lentil festival sounds amazing. And like right now, I feel like I've gone lentil crazy because our listeners have been so wonderful about sending us lentil mm. recipes. So they keep coming into our inbox. And I have one pulled up right now. Smitten Kitchen's warm lentil and potato salad. Ooh, yum. Yes, I will share this with you. And in the recipe, she, Deb, talks about... Deb is Smitten Kitchen, right? Mm-hmm, I got mm-hmm. that right. Yeah. Talks about caviar lentil. Like then I started oh, yeah. getting obsessed with finding really good lentils, yeah. which I don't even know where to begin. Mm-hmm. So I, we're on to something. Not, uh, not us. Like our lentils listeners are, are great. They I really mean, are. I was, I was eating lunch just now and Kate asked if I was eating lentils, but I was eating split peas. We're cheating on lentils. <laughs> with a very similar legume. That's what they all say, Dory. Oh. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love, I love that we got some lentil loaf recipes that I'd like to try. We're trying to figure out the best way to share all the lentil information we've received. I have a question about something I just said. Yes, Legume? are split peas legumes or are they vegetables because they're peas? Sammy, can you please take a break from your work and Google are split peas vegetables? I'm going to look right now. You know, I just want to say we do the important work here on this podcast. Oh, my gosh. Split peas are a member of the legume. They are legumes. I was right. Thank you, Sammy. Thank Thank you you for doing that important research. I can't believe I doubted myself. Beyond. I apologize to all of the legumes out there. Well, lentils are a legume? Yes. Okay. okay. Oh, yes. Peanuts are not, though, right? No, peanuts are. No, peanuts are. are. They're not a nut. That's what it is. That's what it is. Mm. Peanuts Mm. are. I mean, also, peanuts are the best. Are they? I love peanuts. I mean... Look, I want to also just pay respect to people who have to deal with nut allergies and peanut allergies. I'm not trying to be flip. I personally like peanuts and peanut butter. That is not flip. I'm just trying to be respectful. Some people, peanuts can kill them. Yes. You know? Yes. I don't mess around with those peanuts. But um, I am, I'm meh on peanuts. What about peanut butter? It's fine. What? I mean, I like it. I but like... Peanut butter to me is like top five foods. My husband feels the same way. Just another way. I'm very similar to your husband. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're stuck with the two of us. I, I, you don't eat peanut butter with a spoon, like out of the jar no, on a I daily don't. basis. No, I don't. I don't. Do you know what my favorite snack But Matt is? does. Yeah, I know. Again, <laughs> I take a slice of butter and then I take a spoonful of peanut butter and then I put both those things in my mouth. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's next level i mean i admire that yeah to I be know. honest it's a real creamy salty journey and <laughs> yep. i am here for it okay okay wow we went on a detour but i mean you know that always happens when we talk about lentils <laughs> there's just so much to say it really is fascinating to me what we deep dive into on this podcast <laughs> and it's everything from like disordered eating and diet cultures diet culture to lentils mm-hmm. it's just it's it just we cover the spectrum and we really do and I will say, like, I have really been amazed at how many 
lentil heads are out there. Well, you know, it's a very versatile food. And I think for people who who eat a plant-based diet, yes, it has like, a ton of stuff one might need. It is a superfood in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know if it officially is a superfood, but it really checks a lot of boxes. Well, I have been um, looking at recipes for lentil. My kids love sloppy joes. Lentil sloppy joes. Oh. Now, I don't know if my children would eat them, but there are a lot of lentil sloppy joe recipes out there. There was a great looking recipe for lentil meatballs the la times published i saw you shared that yeah i shared that um and i i was gonna make them the other night and i looked on the recipe and it was like it was like a little too elaborate for what i was feeling up for that's fair um it involved beets and i was like i don't think i'm up for roasting beets right now <laughs> no but if someone wanted to make those for me okay those you're, would be delicious you're pushing your luck here Oh, I wasn't saying you need oh, to make oh, them. Oh, oh. I was just saying like someone. I'm just putting it out into the universe. Okay. Well, like maybe my husband's listening and he will make me lentil meatballs. Those do sound good. They looked really good. Anyway. Okay. All right. We could talk about lentils forever. We could. Really. <laughs> Who knew that's what who's this... Our, who's our next call? <laughs> okay, hold on. We had um, a caller, a callback. Do you remember a listener who called in a few episodes ago who walked into a tree along the Charles River? Like oh, walked yes, into a I branch do. and cut their face? And she had questions about facial scars. Yes. Well, they followed up. Okay, great. I love a follow-up. Hey, Kate and Dory. Uh, this is the listener who called after uh, hitting her head while walking her puppy by the Charles. I just heard my voice on the episode crazy. I was pulling my laundry, and then I was like, oh, my God, is that me? Uh, and now I'm very excited. So thank you so much for playing my voicemail. That is such a treat. Uh, and I just wanted to say that, actually, I figured out what to do, and it worked incredibly well. And somehow uh, I have almost no scar already. So uh, here's what I learned. I talked to a friend. Um, who is a doctor, and this was their advice, and I followed it, and and this is what happened. They said, whatever you do, don't let it, don't let it scab. So cover it in Vaseline and keep it covered and keep it out of the sun. So I covered that puppy with Vaseline, not my actual puppy, my head. Uh, I covered my head with Vaseline and I put a bandaid on it and I kept the bandaid on uh, for like a week and a half. I changed the bandaid every day. Um, and I always kept a cover of Vaseline. I washed my face, but not that part of my face. I just always kept a covering of Vaseline. Um, and it never, it never scabbed. And instead of scabbing, it just grew new skin. And eventually about two weeks, um, after I, I took the Vaseline off and, and I washed my face and per your recommendation was very gentle with products, just like a gentle cleanser, um, and moisturizer. Um, and I am happy to report that it is basically healed and I have very, very, very limited scarring. Uh, and I think, uh, that come August 2020, while I am getting married, uh, it will be completely gone. So thank you so much for indulging my vanity and for playing my voicemail. What a treat. I love you both so much. I love the podcast and I hope that this is helpful to somebody else who finds themselves in a similar predicament. So I really hope nobody else does. All right. Thank you so much. Bye. I feel great about this. This was very informative. Yeah. And we had some other suggestions come in from other listeners. Now I feel like I could handle a wound and try not to let it scar. I yeah, never had thought about not letting it scab. We all, yeah, we, another listener wrote in and yeah. had that advice too. And look, I know Vaseline has been a hotly debated product on this podcast, but I just want to give it credit where credit is due. And credit is due. You know? Yeah. You know, I love me some Vaseline. I also had a fantasy as this listener was talking of us walking them down the aisle. Is that weird? 
That's a little weird. <laughs> like, what if we walked somebody down the aisle? That's too much. I realize. Wow. Hmm. I don't know if I'm ready to go there yet. You're not? I don't know. Okay. I mean, look, it is a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Someday in the realm of this podcast. All right. We had one more very sweet voicemail from a listener who was just weighing in on what they think of the pod, but it was really cool, and I wanted to share it. Hi, Kate and Dory. Uh, my name is Anne from Michigan. I could not wait to call in. I've been listening since the beginning. I love your pod. Um, the East meets West, you guys, and Fat Mascara Combo. I almost wet my pants. I am so excited. I loved hearing this. I don't know. It's just from a, a an audience perspective, the two of you are wonderful. When I'm done with yours, I go right to them, to um, to the Fat Mascara podcast. But the four of you together was magic. I loved it. Um, I am 62, almost 63 years old. Um, I just got into skincare and beauty and makeup uh, when I turned 60, believe it or not. And you guys have made such an influence. Um, I have never had a hobby in my life, and I swear to you now, it's skincare and mascara and everything else. And to the point where um, I've taken a lot of what you guys have taught and that mascara has taught me, and I'm going into my friends' homes, and we're doing skincare stuff and makeup, and we are having a hoop with it. So I just want to say what a wonderful, wonderful impact you guys have made on me. Um, and I will always feel forever 35, um, although my skin doesn't show it. But anyway, thanks so much, guys. I love every podcast you put out, and I just appreciate you so much. Thanks. Bye. That almost made me cry. I'm never feeling down. I'm just going to play that in my headphones. That was so nice. And, and she and her friends are really into skincare now. And mascara. And mascara. Oh, Dory's about to cry. Oh, so nice. It was really nice. I also felt like it was a wonderful addition to our conversation about hobbies. Because mm. yes, skincare and makeup can be a hobby. Totally. It's not vain. I don't no. think you're buying into like the beauty industrial complex. You could hear how much joy it brings her yes. in her voice. Yes. And it has strengthened her bonds of friendship. Uh, totally. I loved it. This, this is a Hall of Fame voicemail. Thank you for this. And we just want to say that it was a true treat to get to talk to the Fat Mascara. Yes. Yes. And what took so long? I don't know. I don't know. And I hope you all heard them on our show yeah, last week. Yeah, they were wonderful. They're so great. So okay. great. So cool. Okay. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right Indeed. back. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. 
We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like, I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Okay, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. 
Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like, truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Well, we're back. Here's an email. Here is an email. Hi, Kate and Nori. Regarding the caller on the mini episode who was unhappy with the sound of her voice and your discussion of how female gendered voices in society are often perceived, I wanted to share a practice that helps me check my perceptions. Sometimes when I'm listening to someone speak, literally anyone but usually on TV, I will imagine that the words are coming out in a different voice or accent with a different person saying them. I will imagine the words coming from different body types, races, ages, or gender expressions. Then I consider if and why my attitude to the content changes. I find that this is a great check against any implicit biases I might have. Additionally, as an SLP, speech language pathologist, I understand that sometimes people want to change the way they speak. Insurance does not cover accent modification services in the U.S. because they are not a disorder, but it is good to know that the service is available from SLPs and other professionals. This was very informative. Interesting practice. I love when an expert weighs in. Me too. Um, And that is a really interesting practice. I'm going to try that. Yeah, I've never tried that either, but I think that would be really beneficial. Yeah. We'll we'll report back. Thank you, listener. Thank you, SLP. (laughs) Um, Should I read this next email? Yes. Great. 
I'm writing today because a good friend's mom is coming to the end of her battle with breast cancer, and I am just so I'm just broken over feeling like I want to do more for her to help her navigate this unforeseeable territory that is so unfair. I have no true understanding of the pain she feels as I've been lucky enough not to be in her position. I guess I'm just looking for insight from Kate, who has been there. As to what are a few things for me to remember as I walk alongside her in the coming days, months, and years. She has two young daughters. One is a bestie of my own four-year-old daughter. I can't imagine the overwhelm of parenting your own littles in such a time of loss, in a time of such loss and hurt. Anyways, I just want to show up the best I can for her in what is and will continue to be a hard, hard season and beyond. I want to remind her how strong she is, but also allow her to feel broken. We are Christians, so I want to remind her of God's promise, but also be mad and confused and frustrated with her. I want to support her indefinitely and not do less just because I'm unsure what to do or say. Also, having someone close to me going through this, I want to also acknowledge your journey, Kate. I can't, I just can't even begin to imagine, and I am so sorry. You are so strong. Thanks for your time. One last thing. I saw this on my Insta feed via a friend, and this seems like great company to share a moment of mindfulness with. If you're reading or listening, join me. Soften your forehead. Unclench your jaw. Relax your shoulders. This is a reminder to release the tension you're holding in your body. Did you just do that as you read it? Yes. Yeah, I did too. That was nice. Thank you for that little contribution Mm -hmm. to your very lovely message. I mean, I read this email and all your intentions are there set out before you. You are already doing, you're already aware of what you want to do. And so Mm. however you're going to express those things, I think like, I don't know if you need us to tell you what to do. I feel like you already know. Look, this is a person, your friend is a mother. She has two young daughters. Maybe you can say like, can I take the kids for the day and let you have some space? Would you all like to come over and watch a movie? You suss it out. Mm-hmm. Um, you you want, I mean, I just, I'm reading all the things you want to do and I would just say, start putting them into action. Show up for her. Well, what does that look like in your relationship? Is it texting? Is it calling? Is it writing? Um, you talk about, your relationship to God, I feel like that can be something that you include and in what you share with her. And I think you're mm-hmm. also conscious of the fact like that her relationship to her faith is going to may, may change yeah. or may, there may be questions or whatnot. Um, and I think that you're, you just sound like you're very empathetic. And I, I would say to your, you say you want to support her indefinitely. I think I've talked about this a lot, but I have like, I have a friend, my mom's been dead for 13 years. And I have a friend who sends me a card on the anniversary of my mom's death and also my mom's birthday every Mm. year, every year. Mm. And like most of the time, like people don't even don't remember anymore, which is fine because the world keeps moving and our lives keep moving. But you can show up for someone indefinitely. And I think that is that is what it matters is like the hard days like, yes, Mother's Day will be hard. Yeah. Or yes, whatever holidays they celebrate will be hard. But like also like random Tuesdays are hard. You know, and so remembering that too, I think is really powerful. I just just always think about what Nora McInerney said when she was on the podcast. Like when people ask, what can I do? It's like, what can you do? Yes, totally. Go walk her dog. Yep. Bring food, do her laundry or, you know, like hire, hire someone to go clean the house for a day. I mean, you can do, there's so much. And I would say like, 
always communicate with the person, but you could also say like, hey, I'm I'm free on this day. Do you want me to come over and just hang out? Like I, uh, one thing friends did for me were like, I had friends right after my mom died who said like, I'm going to be in town this weekend. Like they came home knowing my mom had just died, but they were like, you don't need to see me, but just know I'm here if you mm-hmm. want to come hang out with me or like you want me to come to you or whatever. And this is my friend Annie did this for me. And, she, and then I like went to her house and we just like talked and laughed. And Annie, who is a dancer and a body worker, just like massaged my back. Ooh, Annie nice. gives the best massages, I will say. The rest of my high school friends, we just don't give good massages. So we always <laughs> just want Annie to give us massages. But like that's she just made herself available, didn't push herself like it yeah. was open for me. So I think letting them know like ultimate like letting them know you're there and consistently letting them know that but yeah. also walking the fine line of letting them also have agency in how they want to grieve with you totally because your friend could also shut you out and that might be where they are in their process and that might also that is also okay and that's hard might be hard for you um, would you recommend that she also reach out to the spouse i yeah i don't see friend? why not I think I did that um, when a friend's parent was dying. I think I just said also to her, my friend's spouse, like, hey, if there's anything else that you think I could be doing that I'm not aware of, please let me know. Mm-hmm. Or if there's anything you all need, please let me know. I've done that a few times. Yeah. And I think I've also will let my friend know, like, FYI, I don't want anyone to think I'm going behind their back. But yeah, I think yeah. you can totally um, let them know. But I love that you're asking this question, listener. You're a great, great friend. Tr- trust yourself that you already know what to do. Yeah. <sighs> Dory? Yes. We're going to really switch gears here. Okay. Because I'm a, ready. a caller called us from another country. And I want to share what they said. Hello, Kate and Dory. This is Oslo, Norway calling. My name is Tina and uh, I love your podcast and I think it's really valuable that you keep talking about how we can care for ourselves in this world. I um, was chronically ill for the last five years and I'm finally getting better and now I have decided to do what I always wanted to do, which is become a musician and... um, I just want to encourage anyone who can, who get a second chance to do something they love because I've never felt this great. Making music for me gives me flow and I forget everything else and uh, it's the ultimate self-care. So do it. Also, for context, I'm 40. I was last a musician at 20 and then I didn't dare do it. So now... Here I am, jumping both feet in, or head first, I don't know. It's a struggle, but it's so worth it. So I just, yes, do it. Everyone, do it. Wow. I think that is a great message. Yes, I agree. I was very moved to get that voice memo. That's so powerful to like start doing something again that you used to do. Yes. Because so often, like, don't you ever find yourself being like, oh, I used to be a this or I used to do that. And revisiting it. Just do it, as they say. Just do it. Thanks for calling from Oslo. Yeah. You know what that voicemail led me to do? Google Oslo. Oh, it's a a lovely city. Have you been? been? Mm -hmm, Oh, look at you. I've never been to Norway. Mm. 
Well, I immediately was like, get me there. It's really, it's really cool. It's very expensive. Well, seems like we, there are cool people who live there. Yeah. And they listen to this podcast. All right, let's take another break. Okay, let's do it. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering crappiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, One Skin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. So we have a couple emails to end on, which are both about marriage in a way mm-hmm. which i thought was kind of interesting i agree here's what one listener wrote i've been listening to you ever since the beginning and never thought i would actually write in since i'm always more of a passive listener my question to you both is that as mothers who kept their maiden names do you ever intend on changing it to match the rest of your family i also understand that as writers you both also have your careers under your maiden names as well 
Kate, do your daughters care that your last name is different from theirs? I currently have a newborn son and always thought that I would change my last name whenever I got pregnant. Once I actually did get pregnant, I realized my maiden name is me and my identity, which is probably after 10 years of marriage why I never changed it. However, if I had a daughter, I definitely wouldn't change my last name because I want to teach her to be strong and independent. My husband doesn't care and supports me keeping my maiden name and has never pushed me to change it. I do get my hate. I do get some hate from some of my more traditional friends who thinks it's strange that I haven't changed my last name. I mean, if someone accidentally refers to me as Mrs. Smith, I never correct them and say, actually, please call me by my maiden name, Miss Jones. I guess I'm just interested in your opinions and what other listeners think about the topic. This is interesting. I mean, well, do you do your do your daughters care that you don't have the same last name as them? Has that ever come up? Yeah, it comes up all the time. And they're just, I'm just like, my last name is Spencer. <laughs> there you go. I mean, in more to me, like the conversation my husband and I had was like, we didn't feel like we wanted to hyphenate our kids' last names. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mind that they don't have the same last name as me. I have some friends who've taken, uh, in heterosexual pairings, who've taken the wives' last name for their kids and for their partners. Like it... I think we can be more open-minded to the fact that like men can also change their last names. Totally. And, and again, we're just, ta- I mean, we're talking, I think both of us specifically about heterosexual relationships because mm-hmm. that's what this listener wrote in about and that's what we're in. So I think however you want to do your last name is fine. And I think, you know, I totally see your point about if you have a daughter, definitely not changing it. But like, you also want your son yeah. to understand that like, you know, that you're strong. And again, I don't also don't think it means that people who change their last name to match Aren't their strong. And no, independent. Yeah. I don't. I think so much has been put on this and it really is an individual's choice. And that's it. You know, and sometimes I will introduce my whole fan like when i'm out with my husband and my kids as like we're the kings Mm -hmm. because like it's just easier and like i like us all being a group of people with the same name but i have no it wasn't professional for me i just i was i'm kate spencer that's who i have always been and who i always will be yeah how about you um i it I, i was never planning on changing my name but i also grew up with a mom who didn't change her name oh really Mm -hmm. oh i didn't realize that yeah mine did yeah, and you know, my mom got married at 24 and didn't have she hadn't even started her career yet. Um, so I think she was just living the 70s life, just living that, Look you know, her. Ms. Magazine life <laughs> and kept her name. Um and so I think like growing up with that it made me feel like no, that's not really weird, you know, to yeah. have my mom have a different last name. Um, so that aspect of it, like, I don't really care about. Um, it's funny though. Like it does seem like there are some people who like passive aggressively are annoyed that I didn't change my last name. I have that in my own life as well. Like in-laws will get like holiday cards addressed to Mr. And Mrs. Matt Myra. And I'm like, I'm not. That's not my name. Yeah. Yeah. I, so <laughs> like, that has happened to me and with different people. Sure. Yeah, I know. And that's, I think it can be very hard for certain people who to, to understand why you might not change your name. Yeah. Again, I would say I would encourage 
men in heterosexual relationships to change their last names. I, I agree. Right? Yeah. Anthony Spencer is what I'm going to call him from now on. Sounds very distinguished. Yeah. It does. It well, does. you know what people say to me a lot, Doris? Because a lot of people are shocked I didn't change my last name because Kate King sounds, quote, good. Oh, that is a cool name. But like, who cares? Kate uh, yeah. Spencer sounds good, too. I w- I, I've had more people comment for that reason oh, than like, funny. you don't want to have the same name as your husband. Like, it's more just oh, like, oh, but Kate really King funny. is a cool name. I guess. But right. I don't know. It's not my, my name. My last name yeah. is Spencer. It doesn't mean I don't love my partner. Anyway, I think I, th- I think it. I will say I think it is an individual's decision. Yeah, I agree. And then you and your spouse can decide together, you know, if, if you want to make it. If you both want to have, I mean, I know I have friends who like made up a last name mm. for them and their spouse, mm-hmm. you know, like anything goes. Let's just accept people for who they are and what they want to be. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I would let, I mean, maybe listeners will weigh in and totally disagree with us. Please. Which we welcome. Disagree with us. Yes. Anyway, thank you. This is a really interesting topic, listeners. So thank you. Do whatever you want. Tell the rest of the world to F off if they don't like it. Yeah. All right. Last email. I love the show and I've been getting too in my head about something. I'm hoping to hear some advice from trusted pod hosts instead of faceless wedding blogs. My partner and I were a same-sex couple, plan to get engaged in the next few months. We have been together for over five years, recently bought a house together, and have pets. We've known that we're end game since about six months into our relationship, but have been in no rush to make it legal. But we have discussed that marriage and children is what we want eventually since the beginning. The time feels right to make it official, especially now that we own property together. We did some ring shopping in person to nail down each of our tastes and preferences, but we are each making the final decision and purchase for the other, and the proposals will be a surprise. My ring for her will be ready next week. I'm so excited. But now that it's all becoming so real, I have some analysis paralysis about when and how to do the proposal. Her work has been a stress explosion recently. I know there's never a perfect time, but doing the proposal during this period feels off. I've always planned on proposing while on a hike. It's how we met, but it's peak rainy slash dreary season where we live. So we're not hiking as often right now. We have an international vacation planned for late April, but having the ring hidden for three plus months sounds maddening. There's also all this generic advice that I'm reading about getting manicures beforehand, having secret photos taken during the moment, planning meetups with family afterwards, et cetera, et cetera, that is hard to tease out what would be worthwhile and what has just become popular for the gram. So what do y'all think is important in a proposal? Should I wait in an indeterminate amount of time for less stress, better weather, vacation? How do I hide the actual ring in my own excitement and nerves? Oh, I'm so excited for I you. Know. Me too. Congratulations. That's so cool. So let's plan their proposal. Okay, sounds good. Okay, I think I'm thinking flash mob, flash mob. <laughs> everyone has manicures, dance routine. Yeah, professional photographers and videographers, definitely, and like a TikToker. Yep. We we kid listener. We think you should do whatever feels. I mean, well, I'm speaking for Dorian. I sorry. I never do. I don't try to do that. Do I do that? Go ahead. Keep Oops, going. Sorry, we believe this. I'll tell you if you're not Uh-oh, speaking for me. Be- <laughs> boy (laughs) i personally think you should do whatever feels the most organic to you and your partner and not worry unless having manicures does feel like your vibe and have and having family there but if that's not you or doing it on vacation you don't want to wait yeah i mean i get that it doesn't need to be perfect 
for Instagram or for just like your own satisfaction. I often think the most spontaneous and imperfect moments like this are the most memorable. And if it means like showing up, meeting her after work one day and her work is super stressful and you just like on a walk, kneel down in the middle of the street, that's awesome. I I imagine it must be really, really hard to be having these life events at a time where so much of our lives feel exposed and needing to appear perfect to everybody else. Did I speak for you, Dory? Okay, I was just going to say, you could have spoken for me. <laughs> so I don't know why you backtracked, but you could have spoken for I me. I mean, I don't think like needing you need to wait for vacation. No, I don't think so. And I would say like, if you were stressed at work and your partner proposed, I would be okay I with was going to say the same thing. When you suggested like going, taking her out after work, I feel like that would be the perfect time. Like go to a nice dinner and propose. Yeah. Like she would be so excited. And like what a way to make worse work like bearable. Totally. Again, don't like do it whatever you want. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe that isn't your vibe. Yeah. But to I, me, that sounds perfect. I, and I do think like, God, it's there's a lot of this pressure now, like having the secret photographer or like the family all being there after like, God, there's a lot of pressure and spending and everything yeah. put on all these things. And, you know, it really is about your relationship and committing, you know, whatever you want to commit to each other. So I don't know if we have any concrete suggestions, but if anyone wants to weigh in on how to propose in 2020. I I think ultimately it's about the two of you. It's not about who else is there or what's on Instagram. It's about the two of you. And you two are going to be making so many more memories after this. Yes, there will be time to celebrate with family and get manicures and share pictures. I don't know if that all has to be done in the instant. Yeah. I will say I love, I think they're each doing a proposal for the other. Yeah, that's really cute. So I love that this whole time there's a proposal being planned for you. Totally. Who knows when that's going to be? What if the wife writes or the fiance or the, I I guess partner partner now they're not married yet future fiance future fiance wife what if she writes in oh my goodness what's gonna happen dory yes this has been a real journey of an episode it truly has proposals rediscovering music careers it's all there we've had a blast we hope you have too and thank you all so much for listening and reaching out bye 